0: Good morning, it's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And we want to remind everybody that if you don't get a chance to uh, catch our show on Thursday mornings, uh, you can go online, cwbradio.com, click on the Two Guys on Sports icon there on the front page, and we've got a lot of those archive shows back Yeah, about three years' worth of shows there now, Larry, (laughs) so they can go a long way. Yeah, yeah, some of those guests that you might have missed, uh, you can catch up on those. Uh, Just go back on cwbradio.com. Uh, speaking of, you know, we've had guests, we've had uh, Where Are They Nows, and one of those Where Are They Nows is coming to Nielsville this uh, coming weekend yep. as part of a wrestling camp. Yeah, Stephen Buchanan and uh,
1: one of his coaches uh, from Wyoming um, are coming to Nealsville, uh for a camp. I got my notes right here, Larry.
0: Yeah, it's going to be uh, <laughs> yeah. this Sunday. Yeah, he's uh,
1: try, try on Ware, who's uh, uh, one of Stephen's coaches, And they will be working with wrestlers from the sixth grade through high school. And uh, it's a two-day camp, Sunday and Monday. And uh, um, NGL wrestlers are free. Okay. That want to go through. Oh, okay. Other schools or clubs will have a $50 fee. There is a T-shirt included in there. And uh, uh, the sessions will be, uh, both days will be 9 to 12 and 1 to 3. And then uh, the camp will be held in the Nielsville Wrestling Balcony. So.
0: Now, if you sign up, uh, um, I'm not sure if you know. Uh, if you sign up for one day, uh, do you have to go both days? or I
1: don't know. i I would have to check with Coach Bryant on that one, okay. but uh, you know I, I, you know, if you're gonna pay fifty dollars. I said I think it's probably well worth your while to right. go to. but some people might have family obligations on Sunday. Sure. At least get up there and get a day's worth on Monday. So now, if you're that.
0: looking for any pre-registration or anything like that, the sign-up is going to be actually that day at yes. 8:15 a.m. Right uh, at the door. Yep. So yep. That's so, how you can do that. Yeah, and they've got a bunch of sponsors that have
1: sponsored the T-shirts and a lot of things. So uh, it's a really good thing. And of course, Stephen, you know, uh, of course, the NGL alumnus. Uh, Two-time state tournament champion here in Nilsville at nilsville Greenwood Loyal, and and now an NCAA All-American at Wyoming two years in a row. So, having him here is a big feather in the cap for the NGL coaching staff and other wrestlers in the area. Also, I so, would think
0: if there's uh, some things you want to learn, yeah, he could
1: teach you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot, and I, I think I think you know people should go up there and just learn about his work ethic.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think
1: that would take them a long way in this world, Larry. because yes. – uh, Um. He's the kind of kid, you know, he, they always said he would work out, you know, at new NGL wrestling practice, take the bus back to Loyola and go down to Crass's and work another two hours. <laughs> so that's just the kind of kid he was, and, and I'm guaranteeing he's doing the same thing out in Wyoming. So.
0: Well, and and... That's just uh, a testament to you don't become a two-time state champ or a two-time All-American right, right, yeah. by just having it handed yeah, to you. And,
1: yeah, th- and those are things that don't happen overnight either. No. You know. know, And you know, you look at some of the talent we've got here in Nilsville now, and those guys have went to state two and three years
0: in a row, and they've placed, but they have not got to the top of the heap, and they are hard workers too. Yeah. So well. Takes a lot of work. You bet. So uh, check it out, Nilsville Wrestling Club, wrestling mm. camp this uh, Sunday and Monday. Monday. Yep, 9 to 12. And one to three, both days, are taking an hour lunch in there in between. So. All right. The and bring your own lunch, too. So. All <laughs> right. And uh, why don't we just mention some of those sponsors that they have? Uh, Forward Bank, Unity yeah. Bank, Gross Motors, Strike Time Lanes, Custom Heating and Cooling, Right Building Center, First Weber, Opel Sand and Gravel, Hemp Machining, Opel Transport, JBC Printing and Embroidery, Pine Valley Painting and Finishing, Dressure Oil, MEC, Two Brothers Carpentry, TT Quality Cutting. Pierce Insurance and Financial Services, Thomas Technical Services, Strides Equestrian Therapeutic Center, Coons Flooring and Decorating, Haines Plumbing, Flagship Pontoons, and Trophy Trailers. So yes. that's <laughs> big list. Yes. And so it's we're making this all possible. So yeah, it takes a, you know, it takes stuff to get guys like that to come in. Yeah, here, that's so. right. Yep.
1: You know, and, and I realize he's in the summer, but to come back to Wisconsin and and do this is a big thing
0: for the yep. NGL program. Again, so. that's Stephen Buchanan coming yep. in to uh, run that mm-hmm. camp. This Sunday and Monday. Big news out of the sports world. Uh, yesterday uh, came out of the NFL. Baker Mayfield yes, uh, has been uh, traded to the Carolina Panthers.
1: Yeah, that's one that I, I didn't understand quite that. You know, I guess I kind of had Bayf- uh, Bayf- Mr. Mayfield <laughs> <laughs> Baker uh, ticketed for maybe Seattle or someplace like that. Um, but obviously uh, the Panthers have given up on Sam Darnold after yeah. one season. so.
0: And uh yeah. in ex- in exchange for just a conditional draft pick. Draft pick, pick yeah. There was and, no he, players. He, and
1: you're talking about a first round overall pick. He was right. the first pick in the draft for Cleveland. So Cleveland has pretty much let him go for nothing. And and, and quite honestly, Larry, they don't even know where they stand in the Deshaun Watson. Right. So yeah, he we, could yeah, still he'll, be suspended. Yeah, he might be out the whole year too. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh um but I, I think they also realized by bringing in Deshaun Watson like they did, that pretty much ended anything with Baker right, Mayfield. Right. Baker, Baker's not going to, if something happens to Watson, Baker's not going to be the same quarterback. He's going to no, go in there with attitude. He knows that yeah, they,
0: the, he's just a second choice. Right, in so. the back of their mind, they're and still got, trying to look. He's got an eagle the size of Cleveland. So. Yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Browns will receive either a fourth or fifth round pick uh, in 2024, depending on Mayfield's playing time in yeah, Carolina. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> really, yeah. for, for what they for what they have invested in him. So, right, right. So, yeah, so, interesting. Uh, you bet. News coming out of yep. uh, the NFL uh, yesterday uh, over the weekend. Uh, the USFL ended their uh, season with uh, Birmingham beating Philadelphia in the very championship. good game.
1: Also, very good game. I caught the end of it, and uh, both teams a uh, lot of offense and uh, but defense at the end won it. So, but uh, it was a fun game to watch actually. So it looked like they had a very nice, you know. I realize the stadium in Canton only holds like twenty big. twenty yeah. to thirty thousand people, but it was full. So, you know,
0: it'd so. be interesting to see if any of those players come out. And yeah, the, I don't know. The you NFL know, teams have looked at them. You know, all it's or.
1: hard to say. You know, they, I'm sure the scouts are there, and there's probably a few going to get chances in camp. Uh, whether or not anybody makes any strides, we'll have to see. But. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be guys going to get some chances in camps coming up in the next month. So, because
0: well, I didn't hear a lot of big names,
1: no, absolutely well, not even a lot of recognizable names that no. I knew from college no. or cast offs from NFL days. Very few
0: that I recognize yeah, whatsoever. Not so. much of anything there. So, all right, uh, moving on. Uh, the Brewers uh, lost a tough one to the Cubs yesterday,
1: yeah, uh, wasted a nice pitching s- thing by Burns, seven so. innings, ten strikeouts, and uh. I was kind of surprised they came in with Boxberger in the eighth, and not to say that he hasn't been doing well, but he gave up the tying run, and then they brought in Hayter in a tie, and, and and it was the same thing Monday. He gave up the uh, run to take the lead, except this time they couldn't come back and tie it and go into extra innings. So well, the
0: Brewers had a chance in the eighth. Hmm. They had a runner at third with one out, couldn't get a fly ball. Yeah. They get that run. Yeah, just
1: very poor situational hitting, and you look at the three games against the Cubs, Larry, uh, Minus uh, um, Victor Caratini's th- three-run walk-off home run, they scored six runs. Uh, yeah. uh, Tuesday's game, Rowdy Tellez had a two-run homer in the first inning. Then they didn't score again to the ninth. Basically, two late runs. After on, it was all over. Yeah, yeah, basically. you know, you know. And uh, today they got a Keston here a home run in the fifth and nothing else. So yeah, yeah. So, so, so. it's uh, you know uh, Renfro is out and Taylor is out. You know that Renfro is a big part of their offense and. And I think Taylor will be. Uh, Jonathan Davis in center field is an excellent fielder, but he's not very offensive. And uh, just everybody else is just struggling. You yeah, know, and on a, Wednesday
0: they had Hira out in left field Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for okay. a little while.
1: Yeah, because they're very, very thin on outfielders yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, McCutcheon's playing every day pretty much in the outfield, and that's not what they had planned for him. And and then you know, Jace Peterson, they want to move around. They'd like to have him at third some days, first base. Uh, and Davis is really... Probably only their viable option in center field right, right now, but right. he is not a very good hit. He's not much of a hitter right yeah. now, anyway, and he looks overmatched at the plate. So, so hopefully Remfro comes back. But uh, they're every week they're dealing with something else. Uh, you know, this week it was Adrian Hauser going to the DL, yeah. and um, you know I wasn't too worried about it because uh, Ashby's coming back and Alexander looked good. But last night Alexander after five innings pretty much caved in too, so, but... Uh,
0: the only guy that looks good after coming off the DL or IL is Woodruff. Woodruff looks like a new pitcher. Yeah. He, that, it, it looks like he went,
1: it, that was like an off-season rest for him because <laughs> it does, um, yes. he's coming back, his, his fastball looks lively, his curveball's got break, and he is really minimizing his pitches. He was having a lot of problems early with pitch counts, and mm-hmm. uh, now he's going six, seven innings and only throwing 75 yeah, to 80 pitches, yeah. so... So, um, so they've got today off, and then they've got Pittsburgh coming in for the weekend. Hopefully, that'll change things around a little bit. So, hopefully, they got to get their bats going. Yeah, and pitching yeah, is doing yeah. pretty well. Their offense is just nil. You know, and, uh, Hira looks like he's finding it a little bit, but nobody else really. You know, uh, Yelich is doing getting on base quite a bit in the leadoff spot, but uh, I guess the only guy they could say that's really being a go-to guy right now would be Teles. Yeah, yeah, he's got. Seventeen home runs and you know upward towards fifty RBIs and uh, Adamus looks like he's off. One yeah. one day he's off and and then uh, Tuesday night him and Urias in the field, both looked made bad errors that kind of led to the Cubs getting back in that game. And that's another thing is their defense. Yeah, their defense anything. has been awful. You know, so but uh, we'll see, Larry. They you know they turned the corner at midseason at forty six and thirty five, which is uh, ninety two wins, which should get them in the playoffs. You, you think? Would think. But we'll see. They've got to get healthy and get their offense going, yep. or else yep. Craig Council's got to find another way to manufacture runs. You know, maybe you got to do some... I know he doesn't like to bunt, and maybe he doesn't have anybody who can bunt, but, you know, they've got to do some better situational hitting. Do you think they would go for anybody? I don't the know. free agent
0: market? I
1: don't know. You know, that's going to be interesting, or what What are they willing to part with, right. too? Right, that's the only thing. You know, I, they've got some good pitchers at the AAA level, uh, Small and a couple other guys, but... Uh, you know, I don't know, and what's going to be out there too. Right, and right. then, because you know, the big bats, everybody's beg- begging for them. Yeah, everybody's going to be looking for the bat or the or the starting pitching. Well, you know, maybe they're looking for another arm in the bullpen. Maybe who knows? But uh, it'd be nice if you could find a bat. But yeah, it, that's going to be hard to come by, and it's going to cost it's cost, going to cost cost. Yeah, so, so, that's going to be the big so, thing is the cost. So we'll see. But uh, uh, one other baseball note, Larry. Uh, yeah. Um, Aaron Judge and Ronald Acuna finished as leading vote getters for the first phase of the All-Star voting, so they are automatically starters now. Okay. You know, All right. Uh, Acuna in the National League and Judge in the American League. So. All right. Now the next phase goes on. So, but they are two guys that are guaranteed starting spots. So.
0: I think they're going to announce uh, the backups and all that other yeah. stuff next week. Yeah. Yeah. The game is uh, the 19th. Okay. So. So. All right. In Los Angeles. So. All right. Before we go any farther, let's get to uh, where are they now? Okay. On the show today. Okay, Larry, I'm going over to Marshfield and I'm going to talk about Dawn Geldernick. Dawn
1: is a 1993 graduate of Marshfield High School. She is the daughter of Carolyn and the late Richard Geldernick. Uh, she was a four year volleyball player for the Tigers. Her junior year, she was uh, Wisconsin Valley All Conference honorable mention and was a team MVP for the Tigers. Her senior year, the Tigers were co champs in the Wisconsin Valley Conference. Dawn was second team All Conference, team MVP, and team captain. Uh, In the winter, Dawn did the basketball, uh, four years of varsity basketball for the Tigers. Her sophomore year, the Tigers were 11-10, and and Dawn was honorable mention all-conference in the Wisconsin Valley. Her senior year, they were 13-9, and and Dawn was second-team all-conference and a team captain that year. Her senior year, the Tigers were 17-7, and and Dawn was first-team all-conference and co-player of the year in the Valley that year. She was also team MVP and team captain. In the spring, Dawn was a member of the four years of the varsity softball team. As a freshman, she was second team all conference in the Valley. Her sophomore year, the Tigers were Wisconsin Valley champs and won regional and sectional titles. And at the state tournament, they defeated Lacrosse Central to win the Class A state championship that year. Dawn was first team all conference and was first team all state that year. Her junior year, the Tigers were second in the Valley, and Dawn was team MVP and first-team all-conference, and was, once again, first-team all-state. Her senior year, the Tigers were Wisconsin Valley champs and won the regional and sectional that year, qualifying for the state tournament where they lost in the quarterfinals that year. Dawn was team MVP in a first-team all-conference and first-team all-state, Larry, and, of course, these softball teams were Pete Kapline. He had a yeah. little bit of a dynasty there in the what 90s. He did? I believe five trips and two state titles <laughs> in the 90s, So and Dawn was a big part of it, so... But anyway, uh, Dawn graduated from Marshall Senior High in 1993. She was elected to the Marshall Tiger Athletic Hall of Fame in 2010. After graduation, Dawn earned an athletic scholarship to play softball at UW Green Bay. As a freshman, Dawn was a starter at third base, and the Phoenix went 13 and 35 and 7-11 in the Midwest Collegiate Conference. She was named UW Green Bay Freshman of the Year that year. Her sophomore year, the Phoenix were 15 and 29 and 4 and 14 in the MCC. Her junior year, the Phoenix were 18 and 22 and 5 and 9 in the MC- MCC. Dawn was first team all conference that year and team captain. Her senior year, the Phoenix were 12 and 24 and 3 and 11 in the MCC. Dawn was again first team all conference and team captain. For her career at UW Green Bay, Dawn ranks fourth all time in stolen bases with 28. And seventh all time in walks with 53. Dawn graduated from UW Green Bay in 1998 with a business administ- administration degree. Today, Dawn is a human resource associate at Chart Industries in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Dawn Geldernick Gilhausen and her husband Ryan and their family reside in Alaska. So, Dawn Geldernick, Larry.
0: All right, there yep. you go. Where are they now? Yep. Good to hear from. Uh... Those people, you know, yeah, and see yeah. where they are, where yeah. they end up.
1: You know. I, you know, I worked over in Chile when in the 80s, and she was just a little girl, but you could tell she was <laughs> going to be an athlete. So She was quite the athlete, and,
0: and her dad was a heck of a softball player in his time too. Okay, so, so, all right. So. Where are they now, Don mm-hmm. Geldernick mm-hmm. from Marshfield? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucks going to start their summer league in Las Vegas uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Going to take on the Brooklyn Nets. Get a chance mm-hmm. to uh, see Marshawn Bochan Yeah, it should be in interesting action.
1: there and see what he. They, he comes highly. Uh, talked about Yep, so. and
0: also uh another uh draft pick hugo or hugo Besson. right
1: they picked him up in a trade and uh it'll be interesting to see how they get him so but uh, uh after the first week of free agency larry it's uh, been pretty interesting time in the league uh, <laughs> yes, yeah is. the bucks are doing a pretty they're keeping their core together yeah they're not really you know the, the bobby portis got four years and 49 million and then uh Wes Matthews and Jeron Carter and, and Serge Baca all came back on one-year deals, and they signed Joe Ingalls away from the Jazz with a one-year contract, and he's an excellent outside shooter. So, But uh, uh, some of the money these guys were getting, Larry. Well, I, and then you talk about the Jazz. Yeah. They're pretty much getting rid of their whole team. Yeah, pretty much. Except yeah. for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, new coach. Yeah, uh, that's a, I, I ran across an interesting thing there, Larry, Um, They just, Minnesota acquired Rudy Gobert from Utah for four first-round picks between 2023 and 2029, and for Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, and Walker Kessler. Uh, The reason I bring this up, with Gobert being traded, the only player left from the 2013 draft with his original team is who do you think, Larry? I
0: think I did read this. <laughs> okay, Giannis. Yes, yep. Yes,
1: Giannis was a 15th round pick, was the number 15 pick in that draft, and he is the only player in that draft left with his original team. Hard to believe
0: that's nine years ago. Yeah,
1: maybe. it don't take much, <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's pretty interesting. So you know, yeah. the first overall round pick, Anthony Bennett, isn't even in the league anymore. <laughs> uh, the second pick was Victor Oladipo, and he's with uh, uh, with Miami. Now he was with, uh, drafted by Orlando. And yeah, he's been kind of shifted around, around all over the place. Um, the third pick was Otto Porter. And you talk about a guy who's been around. He just oh, wow. he was I... with Golden State this year. Okay. And he just signed with Toronto. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. But he was originally drafted by the Wizards. So. Wow. So yeah, it's a uh, Giannis, the only player left in the draft. I went through that draft, and he is absolutely right. And of course, the second round, me and the guys haven't been around for a long time. Yeah, but Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just crazy. So hmm. but, uh, Yeah, but well, there's
0: a lot of money, you said, flowing around. Yeah, day, yeah. You year. know, I said
1: uh, Williamson from the Pelicans, five years, 231. Um, Garland from the Cavs, five years, 231. Uh, John Morant, you know, who I think deserved it, five years, 231. Zach Levine, same thing. Um Nicola Jok- Jok- Jokic joke with the Nuggets 5 years 270 million Yeah, so, yeah. uh Devin Booker another guy is 4 years 224 million you know just <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns 4 years 200 my goodness you know these are young guys they're barely yeah. you know most of them came out of college right away so they're probably barely 21 22 <laughs> years old so <laughs> <laughs> they're set for life Yeah you bet so but yeah one other trade um the Celtics, you know, a lot of people think the Celtics were, a miss, were only missing this year was a solid point guard. They uh, traded for Malcolm Brogdon. Yes. From the yes. That would be a good play, yes. player for and them. That, that's one player I wish the Bucks would have never let go. But, yeah. you know, that was the way it goes. But, uh, you know, Brogdon
0: will fit in very good with the Celtics. I think He's a he good will. ball player. and yeah. It's going to make them very tough next year. Yeah. So. Uh, one of the more frustrating NBA rules could be finally on its way out. Really? <laughs> yes. The transition take fouls. Oh, good. <laughs> the, intentional, the intentional fouls that uh, try to take away from a transition opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're going to result in an offensive team getting one free throw plus possession, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen at all three of the summer leagues. Right. The G League apparently has been doing this uh, since 2018, Okay. which leads to yeah. more fast yeah. breaks. Yes, and yeah, which is and that's what the people want to see. Right, that's what the fans want to see. The yeah, breakaway, Jay. You don't want J- yeah. these guys fouled right away when they get a rebound. No, you know. And, you the know, NBA's Board of Governors, by the way, is going to consider new rules when they meet later this month. That's so good. We'll see if that yeah, happens in the end.
1: Anything NBA. they can make the game a little more exciting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's an exciting game now, but uh, anything you can add is just your cherry on top of the sundae. So yeah,
0: I never thought you know they didn't really get punished for doing that no no they, they don't get the they get the ball back right right nothing else happens yes so yeah i never liked that mm. lack of rule there yes <laughs> uh let's see what else is going on here in the um, world I, of I think we got to talk a little
1: bit about college larry okay uh, what do you got uh usc and usc ucla coming to the big 10 oh, all that a happened years. since we were together yeah yes. you know i said i said the original big 10 is now 16 teams <laughs>
0: I never seen that coming with UCLA and USC. No,
1: and they are to be the first conference that will go from the Atlantic to the Pacific. So wow! But uh, yeah, and a lot of people think it's a good thing. You know, like for Wisconsin, you know, it's going to open up recruiting out west and stuff. Sure, you know, so. Yeah, but I you what, road trips. There, Yeah, and but I think what what are the, what it's eventually going to be there are there are going to be two major conferences. Yeah. It's going to be the SEC and the Big 10. And the Big 10. And there's some dominoes I got to fall. Um I expect that, you know, Texas and Oklahoma have already said they're going to the SEC. Mm-hmm. So and I look at teams like Oregon and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And if and I was listening to somebody the other day and said if Notre Dame doesn't get into one of these two conferences they could be hurting getting into the college playoffs because these conferences are going to be scheduled tight. Right. No, right. Notre Dame is not going to be able to schedule. Yeah, being as an independent. Yet, yeah, they're not going to be. And, of course, they've stayed independent because of their TV contract. They're the only school that has their own TV contract. Uh, all other sports are in the ACC, of course. Right. So, but... Uh, I look at teams like Oregon and Notre Dame as the teams that are going next likely to fall and in one of those conferences. Yes. Yeah, I you know Notre Dame would be a natural in the Big Ten. You would think, yeah. yeah. And of course with yeah, uh, S C and UCLA, there Oregon would be a good fit there too. So you know, so have to but, have a new co- a new name for it. Yeah, I, the, the, the Big, 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 Ten, the Big Ten is old. <laughs> <The Big laughs> I don't know what you call it. Yeah, the Big Ten is old. That's the American good. Conference. I said you oh, know that? I never you know and when penn state joined in the early 90s like, yeah. i said why did they keep calling it the big 10 you know and then well then they put that little 11 kind yeah, of right
0: right hidden in there yeah
1: and then nebraska came on and then later on it was maryland and rutgers and now yeah. so now you're going to be up to 16 teams so it'll be interesting i wonder if they will you know cuz there's been talk of eliminating divisions yes, yes you know but now with 16 teams are you going to have divisions again so you know, because certainly you're going to want to have a title game because that's big money, right? You right. know, so, Yeah. You know, and so we'll see, but uh, it definitely puts a big part on uh, on the playoff system. You know, and and that's part of USC and UCLA's thinking. Got to get into one of these conferences because the Pac-10 does not get a lot of love when it comes no. to you know. Oh, all their so. games are late. Nobody yeah, sees them. Right. Absolutely, and and they're mostly offensive affairs too. Right. They don't right. play a lot of defense, and and uh, so, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see, but uh yeah, I look for teams like Oregon and Notre Dame to make the next moves too. Okay. So, all so, right. So, yeah.
0: So, college football getting a whole
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be a whole different look by Well, college sports. College sports and yeah, in general, yeah. but yeah. you know, this is basically football moves, but yeah, you know, but yeah, it's going to be a big change for basketball and everything else, you know. So, yeah, you, you know, UCLA in the Big 10. You're wow. talking probably 10-11 Big 10 teams going to the uh, yeah. to the Big Dance now, right. you know. Yeah. So, but uh yeah, it should be
0: interesting, but we'll see. So Yeah, you got so. the big conferences, you got the NIL. Yeah. All that stuff yeah, going on. Yeah. You know, yeah, getting paid. yeah.
1: Yeah, the mid majors are just gonna be out the door, I think. So but who knows? So yeah. we'll see. A lot there's a lot to go yet, but it'll be interesting. So
0: uh one other thing that happened over the fourth of July weekend, uh Joey Chestnut winning again. You winning know, I watched eating. that. <laughs> I I may never eat another hot
1: dog in my life. I said, I think I watched it once and that yeah, was it. I said that man has to go behind that big screen oh. and throw up. And he, 63 hot dogs in 10 minutes, and I got sick just watching oh, him. You know. I couldn't do
0: that without eating the bun. No, and I he said has eat a, he, a bun he, with he, it. Yeah, and I said, wow. I said that's not for me. So. And apparently, he put a headlock on a guy, a protester that came up. Yes. During the competition, yeah. <laughs> and he still won. <laughs> yeah, and he beat the next guy by twenty. Yeah, he beat. <laughs> and then the ladies' champion, she, uh, Mickey Sudo, had forty hot dogs. In yeah, the and I
1: said she couldn't participate last year because she was having a baby last year at this time. <laughs> <laughs> I said. That that's guys. I said I you know, I never really sat down and watched it. I was home Monday afternoon. I'm gonna watch this and oh. I said I may never watch it again. Oh. That or never eat another hot dog oh, in my I, life. So but I can't even watch the highlights of that. <laughs> yeah. I said I'd I'd like to see the after though. Yeah, where those guys go. <laughs> yeah, behind the scenes. What yeah. does he do so, after he's done?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the second-place guy had 47-and-a-half, so he was yeah. way behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, and they had
1: a time run. You could just see him. You know, It was close for the first couple of minutes, but after that, it's yeah. like after about the four or five-minute where he was just calling in, <laughs> <and laughs> I said, "Holy, my holy!" Yeah. I said,
0: no way. <laughs> uh, the Nilsville Booster Club is having their girls' fast-pitch yep. uh, softball tourney next Saturday, July 16th, and they still need uh, two more teams. Yeah, a varsity team and, I believe, a 10U, 10-U. team. Yeah. So, and, and if you get in, there's no entry fee. Free, yep.
1: And these games are all day Saturday the sixteenth. Um, and I believe all the diamonds in town. I believe they use Listeman, Tock, Cliffs, and the school diamonds. I believe so, so yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty big deal and uh, you know, I said it's gonna be a nice it's a good one to watch too, quite yeah. right, honestly. So and it's a, it's a big money maker for the booster club too. And if you so. have any uh,
0: if you have a team, a tenue team or yeah. a varsity you want to get in? 715 937 yeah. 4200 is the number yeah. to call. Yeah. And again, no entry fee if you want to get in. You bet. So. at this late stage. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so I'm sure she's looking for umpires too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure scorekeepers too. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Judy down at the record. Yeah, so and the booster club. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, today? Heritage Days this weekend. Heritage Days, yep. Yeah, there's gonna be a getting A lot a lot of stuff going
1: on. I know there's a, a new uh, a fishing contest up at the trout pond on Saturday, along yeah. with some other things, and then one other thing I wanted to mention, Larry, is next week is Farm Technology Days. Yes. And, I, and we're not a farm show. No. But uh, uh, this is a big thing, folks. You know, I said this is what, it's a state show. And uh, yeah, to have it this close to home, if you do have a
0: chance, get up there and see it.
1: It yeah. is is—it is a sight. So, okay. So. All right. So. Uh,
0: you mentioned Heritage Days in the uh, Trout Pond. That's right out your backyard. Now. Yes, it is, out my back door. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: I believe my grandchildren are going to be out there, and I will be on the on the back patio watching. Yes, so, so. there you go. Uh,
0: the Queen Coronation tonight starts yep. at seven. I'll be up there emceeing that. Yeah, and then they got the dueling pianos thing down at the tent tonight yeah, too. Yeah, so so. I
1: understand that's it's supposed to be very entertaining, yes, and very they take chilling. a lot of requests yep. and, and stuff. So uh, yeah, that should be pretty
0: interesting. And then big night up at the Schuster tomorrow night. So yep. 107.5 The Rock, Rockfest mm, yeah. kickoff party, and a couple mm-hmm. of bands on Saturday yep, up and, at the tent. And
1: then the big parade Sunday. So yeah. it's a really nice weekend in Nilesville, and hopefully it's a nice weather weekend. Sounds like
0: the weather's pretty, okay. pretty, pretty nice yep, for this so, weekend. Yep. So All right, that's two guys on sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you next week.